0: Land Grant Brewing <laughs> Company, <laughs> Columbus, Ohio. Right in
1: front. Too. Just make sure to get a bunch of snow like all and the Yeah, I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one?
2: Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University beers with the brewers. Everybody and welcome to the June sixteenth episode of Beers with the Brewers. Land Grant University presents uh, Beers with the Dads, guys. This week it's the uh, it's the Dad Cast uh, in celebration of Father's Day. Uh, I myself am Eric, and I am joined with Head Brewer Dan Schaefer, ahoy, fellow Dad uh, and Director of Brewery Operations Chris Helderman, oh hey, and uh, we're missing we're missing one Walt Keyes today, who is another. Uh, brewery dad, but uh, was was not able to attend this recording session today. Uh, He will be dearly missed, but don't worry, we have somebody in his place to run down the events, so that will not be lost on today's episode. But what we are going to be talking about, because we don't have any s- new uh, broad beer releases coming out this week, we are instead going to focus on some beers that Dan has created that are tap room exclusives. So beers that you can only get in our tap room, um, and that's we have a list of seven in front of us. And so each of us are going to take a, a couple of them here and, and talk about these guys. So, uh, Dan, why don't you start us off? What is uh, the first one that you're drinking here?
1: What am I drinking? Uh, this is the Five uh, Q. Which is, um, is brewed for uh, our beloved uh, Quentin, uh, co-owner here, Land Grant, for his 50th birthday. Uh, it is based upon a um, hazy IPA that we have produced in the past. Um, that will not be under the name that we produced it in the past. But uh, as a clue, it is. Uh, Featuring uh, Mosaic Citra and Idaho Seven hops. Um, the uh, difference between this version and that version is uh, I use Cryo, an extra version of uh, of Cryo hops uh, for a second dry hop. Improv crustation.
2: I was trying to think of something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's what I got. Improv <laughs> crustation.
2: I'm I'm too hot to be clever today. Apparently, it is hot. Uh, we were recording this on Wednesday, uh, the fifteenth, and it's the hottest day of the year by far so far. What ninety five degrees? I think is the recorded high. What's the, What's the temperature like in the back of the brewery today? I don't know, man.
1: <laughs> Too hot to be known and believed. Friendly reminder to staff: if you come in the back and um, comment on how hot it is, you are thrown in the mash tun. Just <laughs> standing standing order. Uh, I'll also mention this is eight percent ABV and thirty seven IBUs. Although again, with uh, IBUs on hazy beers and massive whirlpool loads, you know, you take that. And, take that number with a grain of salt. But the real question on
2: everybody's mind, Dan, is how crushable is a 5Q beer?
1: How crushable is it? Uh, not super crushable, I don't think, particularly not, uh, not when you're approaching 100 degrees. But um, I think I've done two before. I'll say two. Two. Two sounds good. Chris, what are
0: you drinking? I am drinking Franklin and Friday Blueberry Mosaic Tart Ale also known as Blue Hour. So this is a blueberry mosaic uh, beer. We made this, uh, what, a couple years ago? Mm-hmm. I think it was the last time we did it. Um, and uh, there's been I think this is the third iteration of it. Um, and uh, it is not... The first time we did it was not as heavy on the blueberry as it is this time. Um, and it was a very... Mosaic hops, they, they add blueberry to that's one of their flavors. So we were like, Oh man, we'll do blueberry and um mosaic, and that'll pair well together and we'll make it a tart ale or a sour. And it worked out amazingly, I thought it was really good. Um, but you know, maybe maybe other people wanted to uh amp up the blueberry a bit, which I don't think is the wrong decision for the broad market. Um, so we amped up the blueberry a bit, and it is um. More colorful, the blueberry really pops through, and I think it makes it a, a probably a more refreshing beer um, to have that blueberry in there because uh, you know fruit is refreshing. So, four point two percent sour beer. I do love sour beers. Let me take another sip, and I'll tell you how crushable. Eric's favorite question.
2: How crushable is it? got it now. Pins and needles here. I'm gonna give it a four. Nice. So you would mentioned that this is the Franklinson Friday beer from our last Franklinson Friday event. Um, is this going to be returning in the form of Blue Hour anytime? Any listeners who might be familiar and wanting that beer? I believe so. I think
0: there is that always that potential. Always right. that
2: potential. All right. So if you uh, are looking forward to the return of that, you might be in luck this year. Um, I myself, nice. I picked up um, our latest experimental, uh, experimental Paloma IPA. Uh, this is not the beer I thought I was drinking when I picked uh, when I chose this but uh, it is it's it 's quite refreshing uh, I like this beer a lot this is my first time having it this is a grapefruit pale ale with lime juices and uh, i I honestly did not even know that this was in our um, in our portfolio right now but uh, dan what's what 's going on with this beer so this is uh, the um, the pilot to the most recently
1: uh, released Ruby um, a Pale ale-ish. It's kind of on a pale ale IPA um, border at that at that ABV. Um, but uh, yeah, a very nice uh, um, red ruby uh, grapefruit um, puree that we got, and a little bit of lime juice. Sort of trying to mimic that Paloma. Uh, I think we. I, I might have put uh, some CTZ hops in there. To, uh, and along with the grapefruit to try to bring out that grassiness that might give you that impression of uh, tequila without actually putting tequila in there knowing how uh, polarizing
2: that flavor is. But yeah, that's the general gist of it. It's delicious. No, this is, uh, especially on a hot day like this, it's uh, quite refreshing. So um, I'm thinking about, let's see, ABV 5.85%. I think this is a solid three or four crusher. Let's let's go with four. On a day like today, I'm going to need four of these guys. It's a good one. Uh, we got uh, four more beers that we're, we're going to try here. Uh, Dan, looks like you're up first again to choose your next flavor because you just finished your half pint. I did. Where are you going next? I'm thirsty. I'm manning up here.
1: Um, I think, is this uh, Known and Love down here?
2: That one right there is Known and Love, Tazy yeah. IPA. So um, this was a um
1: us want to say collaboration, but not really uh, in, in that sense. Um, so uh, a friend of the brewery who had... Um, Uh, lost their son tragically Um, and was uh, one of his favorite pastimes is going up to Vermont and um, hitting the breweries up there. So we wanted to do something um, to to honor his legacy. Uh, That is this beer. So this is, um, oh man, now I forget. Well, it's, it's citra all the way through. It's meant to be like the kind of the, which is weird to say, like the classic iterations of hazy beers before they um, became, you know, Opaque and super juice bombs, so this is hazy, but you know you you can actually uh, kind of read through it. it has a little bit more bitterness than your typical hazy um, kind of in that that you know alchemist heady topper vein uh, if you if you've been to Vermont or if uh, you've uh, ever been had someone mule some uh, double sunshine back for you uh, this is kind of that that beer. And? Man, that's still good. Um,
2: <laughs> how crushable is it?
1: Again, I, I'll, with the, even with these big guys,
2: I think uh, there's enough balancing bitterness here. That I'll go with the deuce. Two. All right. Uh, Mr. Helderman, uh, where are we at with you? What, what, what beer did you select as your second, your second beer?
0: Um, I am drinking from the heart, Volume two, double IPA. I think this was... Woo! Yeah. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think this was the, uh, collaboration we did with all the breweries for, uh, 6-1, or uh, Ohio Craft Beer Week. Ohio Craft Beer Week, yeah. I'll get one of these, um, statements correct on this beer. Uh, but anyway, uh, double IPA, uh, double juicy IPA featuring, featuring Casimir, Eldorado, and Amarillo, um... Tangerine, grapefruit, peach candy, eight point eight percent IBU. I, yeah, IBU. That's what I said. Um, how crushable is it? Uh, if I'm slurring my speech already, no, I'm just, um, <laughs> I just can't talk. Um, so I get a, a ton of um, cashmere out of this, and cashmere is one of my favorite hops. Uh, it's got some um, coconut flavor in it, which I don't like coconut, but I like it in my cashmere hops and that's uh it's fantastic um and it really pairs well with the tangerine and and you do get some peach out of it um kind of reminds me of fight which is a a beer that we've done a couple of times very limited that i wish i was was on this list but sadly um but yeah it is uh it's a pretty good punch in the face uh, as far as all these fruit flavors uh i get peach rings out of it um, which is uh, another one of my favorites. So, um, yeah, I would say we're probably at a two crusher um, because that flavors, it helps it because the flavor is really, really bright, but it also kind of hurts it because your flavors really, really intense and you uh, get a little overwhelmed. But it's, uh, it,
2: it's pretty good, so I'll give it a two crusher fantastic all right so for my second beer i've uh, picked up the tart nancy it's a strawberry cherry vanilla sour i've yet to try this beer as well so this is another uh, first for me so oh that's amazing wow that tastes like so creamy for being such a light color that's amazing that's really good that vanilla is really coming through that's a really good beer congratulations dan <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man that's kay. actually d- really d- good. don't do that's, it that's, that's, don't that's do okay. it <laughs> uh a b four percent ibu 55 percent. how crushable is this beer? this is a six crusher i can right off the bat this is a i'm not usually a, a huge sour beer drinker but this is this is quite quite delicious
0: i'll do the big obligatory walt um well it's a sour beer so it's a can't crush a whole lot of them so it's probably a one <laughs> crusher i mean it's pretty good but i'm not a sour beer guy
2: <laughs> generally i'm not myself either but that's that's fantastic i really like this beer a whole lot wow well done. Tell me a little Thanks. bit more about it. Uh,
1: so, um, yeah, we did this for the, the Jenny Strawberry Jam. Um, we uh, generally do not put unfermented fruit into beers. Um, but um, for this event, and because we are not putting it into cans, uh, we added uh, strawberry uh, concentrate. Because, again, as we've talked about, uh, strawberry is very, very dilute. So uh, if you concentrate it down, you actually are left with some strawberry flavor when you uh, ferment it out. Um, but um, what else do we have? Yeah, some, uh, what I do? Montmorency cherry um, juice. And then um, because both of those things are actually quite a bit uh, tart, the, just a, a bit of vanilla to kind of round things out.
0: Which I think that's the first time I've ever heard someone perma- pronounce that form of cherry
2: yeah, in my say entire it? life. <laughs> say you mean,
1: pronounce it or pronounce it correctly?
2: Montmorency. Uh. <laughs> Mont- Montmorency. Montmorency. Montmorency cherry.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would say either. Uh, <laughs> sure. It
2: tastes like a juice box. It's good. There you go. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, uh, we have a final beer in the uh, lineup of our seven uh, taproom exclusive beers, um, and it is Everything's Pine. Who's going to take it down? Mr. Helderman.
0: Kill it. So everything's pine. So when Eric introduced these beers, these are only available in the tap room. Uh, He lied. Not not quite true for this. Not quite true for this final beer. Um, This final beer, you can get at some fine establishments, and uh, hopefully I don't miss any of them. But if you go to Pins Mechanical, you can get it, or I believe 16-bit. Correct.
2: And I believe that's it. Yeah, the Rise brand locations uh, of the 16 Bits in Dublin, Easton, and uh, the Short North. Well, actually more like South 4th Street, not necessarily Short North. And uh, the Pins locations as well.
0: Those are in Cleveland, Cincy, and Columbus. It's in all those locations, that's I true. believe. That is true. So um, that is another place you can get this beer. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's exactly what it is—a crushable, juicy pale ale featuring Azaka, Eldorado, and Chinook Um Get some pineapple, peach, and pine out of it because you know everything's pine.
2: I feel like that beer too. When I see like pine in a in a beer, I expect a little bit more resiny. But that beer, if I remember correctly, is a little bit of a sweet sweetness to it. Correct? It's got a little bit. I did,
0: does have has some um, some pine on the back end that is uh, helping out a, a bit um, as far as cutting some of that sweetness through. But, um, yeah, as far as uh, crushable, 5.15%, 55 IBU. We all know how much I
1: stock I put in that number.
2: Why, why, do, why do we, for, for new listeners, why do we laugh at the IBU number? Maybe people well, don't know what it is. It
1: is something that um, became a crutch. Uh, there's, what, three different IBU scales, um, all just, you know, within a few you know plus or minus five of each other but it, it became you know during the IBU wars and like the what's that like early to mid aughts when aughts. everyone was trying to like back an aught five when, <laughs> when people were trying to like erase each other's faces with uh with resin and IBU that number um became a, a you know a bit of a a bragging point but it it doesn't really have any relevance now. I w- I would prefer to use descriptors in terms of how bitter something mm-hmm. is. I feel like that's a better um a better way to communicate to the customer. But but some people expect that number um as an expectation for what they're going to put in their face. So we 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 report uh duly um what we what is calculated by those formulas, but it doesn't really And
0: there you have it. It's calculated by those (laughs) formulas. But it maybe
2: doesn't always translate in taste. Yeah,
0: so it doesn't translate to taste. So you can calculate the IBUs of said beer, and um, you could say, objectively, you could say a beer that has 55 IBUs is more bitter than a beer that has 80 IBUs from those calculations. And so, therefore, IBUs is generally used to see how bitter it is. Hence, international bittering unit. Um, but it doesn't mean that anymore because when this was kind of came up with, everyone was putting hops into the boil. And um, dry hopping doesn't add a whole lot of IBUs to it, but nobody was really putting any um, hops in the whirlpool. Um, so we also don't know how to treat those hops in the whirlpool. Is it zero? Do they do they present zero IBUs to the to, to the beer? Um, th- there hasn't been a ton of research done on that. There might have been since I looked into it last, but it just it's it's kind of an archaic um, number that people still love to look at because they think it's going to give them some idea. But you can get the the most non-bitter juicy IPA at uh, depending on how you calculate it at a calculated ninety IBUs, and it doesn't taste bitter at all. Um, and so I don't put much stock in that number. Well, thank you for explaining it. Well, well, I'll say
1: one more thing on this, and then I'll get off my soapbox. Yeah, so- there's um, Ballast Point did some excellent research on this and actually tracked their IBUs throughout the entire process. And dry hopping can actually take away IBUs. Mm-hmm. So that number that is calculated uh, is kind of worth nothing. So if you've got a high um, IBU beer and uh, you put a lot of dry hop, And you put a lot of dry hops in it because alpha acids are so, I'm sorry, iso-alpha acids are so insoluble, they can actually go back in the hops. But if you've got a low alpha beer and then you put a big dry hop in, some of those, um, you know, there's not a ton of isomerization, but some of those alpha acids can actually go into the beer. So, uh, again, it's an imperfect science. Uh, I'm just going to stop there. I, would I think say it's, it's good, good if I just <laughs> stopped there. It was
0: very useful at the time when it came out. and it, when, the, when the hop wars were going, it was very useful. In today's world where we're adding hops at different times and doing a lots of more dry hopping and stuff like that, it just doesn't mean anything anymore because of how beers are
2: made. But back in the day, with how
0: they were making beers,
2: it made a lot of sense. Well, if any of these uh, seven beers sounded uh, particularly delicious to you, you know where to find them. It's down here at the brewery. Once again, the quick rundown of the seven options that you can get exclusively in the tap room. Uh, that is the Experimental Paloma IPA with Grapefruit and Lime, known and loved Hazy IPA. From the Heart, Volume 2, the collaboration beer that we did. Franklin Tin Friday Blueberry Mosaic Tart Ale, otherwise known as Blue Hour. 5 q Tart, Nancy, and Everything's Pine, which can also be exclusively found at uh, 16-Bit and Pins locations in addition to our tap room. Gentlemen, I now must ask you a question that we've got from multiple multiple listeners, multiple people we have requested that we provide our best dad joke in honor of this Fr- Father's Day episode.
0: I really think this is just Meredith <laughs> <laughs> emailing so, herself she's fudging multiple the numbers.
2: times. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe, uh, maybe Meredith's parents as well. Um, but that's okay they they are still listeners nonetheless. Uh, what uh, Give us your worst or your best? You got anything, Hoderman?
0: Oh, they're on the back of your sheet. I've already got them <laughs> all playing no so so this is this is one thing. Uh, all my jokes I ever tell are only for me if someone else finds them funny. Congratulations you got some some joy from my joy
1: is this what's going through your head when i just see you kind of chuckling to yourself typically typically
0: (laughs) typically i have lots of jokes i just tell to myself and sometimes i say them out loud and sometimes people laugh most times they don't um but these are some of my favorite jokes um what do you call a bear with no teeth i don't know a gummy bear (laughs) what do you call a bear caught in the rain a, a wet, a wet bear, a drizzly bear. Jeez, oh, that's oh god. The first one was good. The second one uh, was, was fantastic. You're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, why didn't the skeleton go to the party? He uh, a... didn't have a body to go with. <laughs>
1: Wow I'm, I'm, top, I'm not, not sure we're going to uh, <laughs> I'm going to top that. I will uh, credit this one to uh, my buddy Andy, who um, is uh, an occasional listener to this podcast, not a father, a super uncle, who, uh, I believe, read this joke off of the back of a laffy taffy some Amazing. odd uh, 10, 15 years ago. but um, why do Eskimos wash their clothes in tide? why do they because it's too cold
2: outside <laughs> you are welcome <laughs> i love it that's pretty good <laughs> uh what my only one that i brought uh is um what is what is blue but smells like red paint it's, it's blue paint <laughs>
0: uh.
2: and, and, and with that i think we, we've cringed ourselves enough um those are uh, that's dad jokes with the with the beers of the dads. Um, I right. have a whole
0: book of them that I read with my daughter, and she laughs after every one. I believe she it. She doesn't understand any of them, but she laughs after every one.
2: <laughs> Speaking of Father's Day, we Bammer. do have a Father's Day uh, bundle promo happening uh, this weekend in, a, in the tap room as well. It is a you can add a sleeve of three Langrant Grant golf balls to any carryout six pack for twelve dollars. So. If you or somebody that you love who is a father figure uh, enjoys golfing with land branded golf equipment, you can pick those golf balls up here.
0: That is a dollar a ball savings if you were to
2: buy those. It's pretty good thank you for
1: that breakdown <laughs> uh
2: chris why don't you uh take uh take walt's uh demeanor here and and read us down what is happening at the taproom this week
0: all right the goings on at the lane grant taproom and beer garden tonight which is thursday with the music series uh featuring uh sean marshall and the near miss um hopefully uh Hopefully our weather's pretty good, and we get a near miss on the weather. Am I right, guys? Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) Is that one going in the book? Uh, That is six to eight p.m. on Friday. The Freshest Events uh, presents All Are Welcome, uh, or the All All Are Welcome DJ series, featuring Jay Rawls, eight to eleven p.m. So the Freshest Events is a we're working with and uh they are kind of presenting uh the all are welcome dj series um throughout i believe the summer um so i'm that's a that's a pretty cool thing uh coming through um saturday we got a we got a big day on saturday we're opening early for pride 9 a.m if you're marching or attending um pride uh, the parade come on down and uh, start in the morning with us. Um, we're opening early for that. The uh, kickoff of the parade starts just a, just a couple blocks from here, and so it's a perfect place to, uh, you know, set up, maybe grab some beverages, um, and uh, I believe, um, don't quote me on this, but I believe Dodo Donuts might be around for that. Um, And so, yeah, come down, uh, park your cars near us, and then you you got to come back to your cars and uh, have another beverage with us. Uh, It's it's not a bad idea. Uh, The parade steps off at 1030 at Broad and High, like I said, a couple blocks away. And then um, you could even stick around and watch the Columbus crew play Charlotte FC at home with a 730 p.m. kickoff. So if you're tailgating, come on down uh if you're going to the game come on down before the game if um, you want to watch it here i believe we'll have it on and then on sunday is father's day and juneteenth uh the events for that are formula one canadian grand prix at 2 p.m and as you know we are open for all grand prix races a half hour before they start if it is not a normal open time. Uh, we have the Sunday Music Market, uh, curated by Butters & Co. from 3 to 7, and mus- music by Whiskey Sneaks from 4 to 6 p.m. So take your dad down here, grab some barbecue at Ray Ray's Hog Pit and at Mikey's and, I believe, at Dodo Donuts. Uh, Dodo Donuts is, uh, let see, Ray Ray's is here Thursday through Sunday, Mikey's is here Thursday through Monday, and Dodo Donuts is here Thursday through Sunday. On Monday, uh, there's no real events, but it should be a good time with uh, Mikey's Late Night Slice hanging out. Tuesday, we got pop culture trivia hosted by Travis Hoisher at 6 p.m., followed by the Beer Garden Movie Night featuring uh, wedding people that stand up next to the bride, and they might clean houses.
2: Starring uh, Kristen Wiig and uh, and, uh, a few other people that are funny i watched this movie recently it's it's really funny it holds up very well yeah it holds up very very well it feels like hot lava (laughs) don't look at me
0: and uh while you're down there uh doing that uh that good stuff you can get some uh some food from tortilla street food and then on wednesday we have uh paws and pints dog happy hour with buckeye paws benefiting speak for the unspoken a small foster based rescue focused on dogs with special needs and while you're hanging out with some puppers, you can get some
2: food from two fat Indians. Fantastic job. Guys, that does it for Beers of the Brewers this week. How do we feel? Fine. <sighs>
1: <laughs> yeah, we're all right. I'll, uh, I'll say um, to uh, uh, my pops, a decided non-podcast listener, listener, so uh, certainly not going to hear this, uh, a very happy birthday to you. Um, Sorry, we couldn't go golfing today, but, you know, we would have melted. uh, The ball would actually melt on the tee, I think. Uh, So that was not going to happen. So, um, yeah, we're going to swing the sticks on Sunday instead. Um, Yeah. Let's hope it cools down a bit. I will say
0: I got the most my dad text ever today, which is he just asked, do you have power? And I responded, yes. And he responded, okay, I saw on TV that you might not have power. And that was the end of our conversation.
2: (laughs) Dads are great. Well, happy early Father's Day uh, to the both of you. Uh, We are certainly looking forward to a hopefully cooler Sunday. And uh, next week, you guys can uh, look forward to a returning uh, episode of Favorite Beer of Ours, a One West Coast-style IPA. Looks like we're going to be talking about what are you doing here next week. What are you doing here? Stuart. Until then, uh, we will see you guys in the tap room. And as always, please remember to tip your bartenders. Peace out, everybody.